Area 45 back with you at Sports Radio 610. I am Sean Bajani, and he is Patrick Creighton, Chris Santiago, uh, producing. So the Houston Rockets traded today Victor Oladipo and three second-round picks to the Memphis Grizzlies in exchange for center Steven Adams. There's a problem with that. Um, Steven Adams cannot play anymore this year. He will not play anymore this year. He had season-ending surgery on um, a torn PCL that he suffered in Game 2 of the preseason. Um, Victor Oladipo hasn't played a single solitary minute for the Rockets this season. And I see that on the surface, Patrick, and I say, okay, so the Rockets traded a dude that hasn't played for a guy that will not be able to play this year. And they gave the Memphis Grizzlies three second-round picks. Not one, not two, three. but three. <laughs> so I'm thinking immediately, what the hell? I heard it from the other studio, breaking news on the drive today. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. Let's go. Rocket Sam Amick, I think, who had the initial report. I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Just on the heels of that athletic article talking about, hey, Emei wants to make the playoffs. They are going to make a big move. There was reports of the Rockets asking for Mikael Bridges from the Nets, offering draft picks. Let's see. Did they make something happen? Did they get the wheels spinning? Like, let's go. And then I hear this deal. I hear this crap. It makes absolutely no sense to me at all. On the surface, looking deeper into it, it is... I would have to seriously be convinced. Like, I don't know who came up this came up with this, if this was like Rafael Stone, if this was the Memphis GM, but whoever placed that first phone call, whoever the dude on the receiving end of it was, had to have been like, What's in it for me? Exactly. Well, I don't understand it. Can you help me? There, there's been some rumors about the Rockets making a deal that would land them a player who was out for the year. Right? Previously, it was Time Lord. It was Robert Williams from from uh, now with the Blazers, formerly with the Celtics. Uh, that you know, look, Eme obviously has knowledge of him. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like for him on, with Eme and his staff. Another guy who's out for the year. Would they be interested in in trading for him? Instead, they come home with with Steven Adams. Steven Adams is a really good rebounder, excellent defensive player, uh, not much of, a, of an offensive player. His, his strengths on offense are going to be setting screens and cleaning up the offensive glass and doing things like that. And at this, now 31 years old, not really a starting center anymore, more of a backup center. And they view him as a guy who can play 20 minutes a night, be the backup to Alpi, but be a legitimate backup center Mm -hmm. who can play defense, guard the rim, clean up the boards, call out the offense and get his guys set up as opposed to Jock Landale, who other than stealing money, I really don't know what he does. Uh, But, and and this is the kind of move that tells me Jock Landale will not be on this team a whole lot longer, Mm -hmm. but he's a guy that look, he's a very tough physical defensive player and one of the things Ime Odoka's been trying to do is get this team to be tougher, to be stronger, sure. more physical. That's why Fred Van Vliet is here. That's why Dylan Brooks is here. Mm-hmm. And that is now ultimately why Steven Adams uh, will be here next year. And next year is the last year 
of his deal. So essentially it's one year, $12.5 million. Seems like a lot for a backup center, but he's not going to be a six-minute-a-night. You know, He's not going to be Boban backup. He's going to be a guy who's going to play 20 minutes and be an important guy uh, in your rotation. And, and he has value. You give up Victor Oladipo, whose job was to not show up and get paid. I'm not going to lie. I mean, if the Rockets want to pay me, look, I'll just take a mil. Yeah. I can no take joke. a million bucks and just not show up and get paid. I'm perfectly cool with that. They gave up three second-round picks. Now, at first, you might say, all right, that's kind of a lot to give up for the right to take on a $12.5 million uh, salary for next year. And you're paying him player. around $5 million of what's left on his contract for this season. It's got to be between five and $6 million. And so, yeah, like you, you threw away three second-round picks. That's how I view this thing. However, uh, it's you know if we add context to the second-round picks, right? These aren't high second-round picks, mm-hmm. right? These are projecting to be late second-round picks. In fact, one of them belongs uh, to OKC, and that one could very well be, like, in the 50s. For a draft this year that is not particularly deep and two of these second round picks to be in this year's draft you know it's it's they're really it's not they're not that valuable these are mid to late second round picks for a guy who is a legitimate center who can give you 20 minutes a night who will be a real backup for Alpi if Alpi misses a game, you actually have a legitimate big who can play center. You don't have to go to the small ball lineup or try to move Jabari over or try to have Tarisen play a small ball center or things like that. You have a real big mm-hmm. that you can match up with when, when you need to. Next year. Next year. And that's okay because realistically, this deal did not impact anything they're doing this year in a negative manner, right? Those second-round picks, they're not on the team. Victor Lodipo wasn't going to play a single minute. Right. So they swapped out a $9.5 million salary for $12.5 million salary. They swapped out somebody useless for somebody they see a lot of use and value in a guy who will be in their in their top eight, nine guys. And a guy that their head coach believes is going to bring the defense and the mentality and the tenacity and the physicality that he wants to instill in this young team. So while it doesn't help them this year, it is a deal that is going to help them next year. Uh, it, it is a deal that has like there. I see the value for the Rockets in this, even though it's a dream deferred, there is value in this. They wanted a, a backup center. And to be honest with you, if your other options was like Clint Capella, who's making 22 and a half million dollars. Right. Yeah. And still has, Achilles issues. Look, I loved Clint when he was here, but I don't need to pay a backup center $22 million for him to have a bad Achilles. Right. Yeah. No, I get it. Steven Adams, in terms of you thinking that 12 and a half is a little too high for a backup center. I think it's a lot like, for The a going rate like for, for good players in the NBA today, Like I look at that and I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's not bad. Especially given the fact that you know he's not yet 31 yet. He will be next season when he's presumably healthy. Like I like it 
if he was able to contribute now. And where my mind, you know what, was coming off of reading the reports yesterday from um, The Athletic, when I'm hearing things like, hey, Ime is hell-bent on making the playoffs this year, taking the next step this year. He's not satisfied. He's madder than the Hornet. He needs to get things turned around this year. Like, let's ramp up phase two. Let's get it. And then I see a deal like this that at best is for a guy that contribute next year for your team. I'm like, what the hell? And then, yeah, you're throwing away three second-round picks. I get that those second-round picks whether they're even middle tier or late in the case of the Rockets, they're later, a couple of them this year. I get it. It's devalued and it's it's been uh, you know less and less valuable as the years have gone on. But still, like you have three. Like you could parlay that into something at least a little bit higher down the road. If they feel like this is going to be one of those subtle moves that, you know, has a massive return on investment next year, then I'm cool with it. But you're now a week away from needing to go out and make a franchise-changing move to best your team now. That's what people want to see. That's what will move the needle. That's what will make a lot of people kind of tune back in, focus in on the Rockets. And that's what I was looking for. That's why I'm a little disappointed right now. I totally understand that, right? Because the most of the reporting and the things we've seen are, you know, Ime is really pushing the Rockets to go make a deal for an impact player. But this deal did not impact their ability to make that kind of deal in any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. So, while, yeah, I, like I said, yeah. I'd love to see Donovan Mitchell, uh, Sam Vicente had put out, he's like, it looks like the Cavs. Look, the Cavs are winning. I mean, they're 29-16, and there is at least one more year on his deal. It doesn't look like they're going to they're gonna move him. They're probably going to wait until the offseason and if they can't get a, an extension done with him, maybe they move him in the offseason when you can get a lot more teams involved than just guys at the deadline. But nothing that they did today impacts their ability to make a move for a potential impact player that would impact this season. That They didn't compromise that. They just made a, a long-term investment move that they feel will make them better next year. Yeah, and to me, it's still not even a guarantee that Steven Adams ever really wears a Rockets uniform because an expiring deal, somebody that is going to, uh, you know, be coming off of a surgically repaired knee who's, you know, going to be a serviceable backup, that might be a trade piece and a much greater deal this offseason for the Rockets. You never, you never know. So there is that. But I think you made the best point and that nothing that happened today uh, has hamstrung them from making a deal. That's the uh, most the important the thing. Yeah. They did not compromise their ability to go get a bigger, a, 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 an impact player for this season. 100%. 713-572-4610. Where do you guys fall on it? What do you think of the Rockets trade today and how that shapes up for the future? 713-572-4610. Uh, you can let us know, call or text. You can even hit us up on Twitter at Creighton one at Sean Bajani. 